The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Charlie Weston, personal finance editor with the Irish Independent, joins us now. Charlie, last year the government, in a response to soaring petrol and diesel prices because of the impact of the Russian invasion of Ukraine, decided to reduce excise duty. How much per litre did that save motorists? Yeah, Matt, that that was announced on March the 10th last year. About 15 cents on the litre of diesel, 20 cents on the litre of petrol. So it was a big help, considering that uh, if you go back to the last year alone, the diesel prices are up 50%, petrol 33%, you know, up by a third. So, um, I mean, and prices were very volatile, at least a bit of the volatility has, has settled down last year. You know, you'd be passing a garage and, and the price have gone up by the time you, you passed it on the way back. And if you're going buy that garage again, it could have gone up again, you know. So th- this was a small, I think, modest enough measure considering the taxes that are on uh, fuel, motor fuel, and it was helpful. I think it was welcome. Uh, you know, um, it, 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 it helped a bit and, and kept the price down. And we've seen kind of relative stability in the meantime. And I think that was a big factor in it, Matt. But yesterday, the government announced that it's not going to happen immediately, but these reductions are going to be unwound. And you don't think that's right? No, I don't think it's fair, Matt. I mean, you know, there's a phased kind of scrapping of that reduction in the excise duty announced uh, was announced yesterday. From June the 1st, um, they're going to start putting six cents on the petrol, five cents on diesel. Again, in September, seven on petrol, five on diesel. And then on October 31st, another eight cents on petrol, six cents on diesel. Now, considering so much of what you pay when you fill up a car, a car uh, is, is, is taxes and levies, I think this modest proposal should have been left in place. You know, there's, there's, is there any other good out there, Matt, where there's four different taxes and levies on it? Like there's excise duty on, on petrol and diesel. There's carbon tax. There's this NORA levy, you know, the, the National Oil Reserves Agency uh, levy. And then there's VAT at 23%. So every time you put a litre of petrol into your car, Half of that goes to the government. Half of it goes to the government. Um, and with diesel, it's about 44, 45%. Extraordinary amounts. Um, I think that the motorist pays quite enough. Um, there's something like, wait, wait to hear this figure. It's an extraordinary figure. Six billion euros annually paid by motorists in taxes and levies. Six billion euros, Matt. It's an extraordinary figure. 3.8 billion euros of that is fuel taxes. You then have motor tax of 850 million and then VAT and vehicle registration tax of 1.4 mil, uh, billion, sorry, 1.4 billion. And I'm not even including tolls there, Matt. There's about 11 toll roads in the country. And I'm not including the benefit in kind on commercial drivers who are up in arms about the changes that were brought in this year. So, you know, 6 billion euros. I think the motorist makes their contribution. Granted, yes, um, cars are polluting and people should move to electronic, electric vehicles. But they're very, very expensive. You could cut your your outlay by thirty four percent with an electric vehicle, but you need to be so wealthy to to afford one of those. And yes, there's a subsidy, but that's a subsidy to the well off, if you ask me. So I think, given that the country has very poor and patchy public uh, transport, 
that we're very car dependent in this country and and we raise an awful lot of money from motor fuels and motoring in general, I think to get rid of this, even in a phased way, is most unfair. It's an obscene amount of tax. And when it's fully restored, it'll add an extra tenner every time you fill the tank, Matt, to, to the cost of filling that tank. Of course, you know, the belief is that it would have perhaps a state if it wasn't for the Green Party and government believing that it shouldn't have been introduced in the first place at all, that this was an opportunity almost to wean people off the use of their cars. But I just, you know, that's fine in theory and it's fine if you're on a dart line, you know, and you have good public transport. Uh, but it's not always the case. I live in rural North County Dublin and the bus service is so poor and there's so many ghost buses and buses just, you know, don't turn up or an hour late or whatever, that the bus company has been fined repeatedly by the National Transport Authority. Now, luckily, I'm on a mainline train r- r- line, but it, and, and that's, that's North County Dublin. What's it like if you're living outside the big uh, urban centres? You know, it, it, it just, it's, it's necessary to have a car. People are furious about this. The backlash I've got from people is, look, I need my car for, for work. I, I have no other way of getting to college or, or, or work. I need the car. And this is unfair. And, it, you know, it's all very well for the Greens to try and wean people off cars. But, you know, we're a long way from that. And this just seems, given all the other expenses we have at the moment, this seems most unfair. It's, it's an extraordinary uh, thing to, to, to get rid of, given that it, it wasn't huge and it was helping quite a bit, I think. Okay, now, Charlie, what about Revolut going into the credit card market? Yeah, Revolut continues to give our banker friends in the in the mainstream banks nightmares, Matt, because they keep launching products and keep making what they have more attractive. And they already have about 2 million subscribers in this country or customers from a standing start of a few years ago. That is just extraordinary. So um, th- this, this week, uh, Revolut said, look, they're going to roll out credit cards now as part of their offering. Already that they have loans, they have uh, buy now, pay later, uh, what they call pay later option. And they're introducing Irish IBANs or uh, bank identification numbers, which would make it easier to use them as a full service current account. So now uh, credit cards are going to be added to the suite. And it's a, it's a relatively attractive offer, I think, Matt. Um, the interest rate is not particularly high, uh, but then it's not one of the cheaper ones either. It's 1799 but there's no over-limit fees. So if you go over your credit limit, you won't be hit with €7 euro fee. And if, 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 um, y- if you buy something on the card and it's returned uh, without payment, there's no fee on that either. That's usually €7. Euros. And they're going to give you some modest amounts of cash back as well as incentives to spend the card. So, you know, I think um, it's an interesting one and it, it really puts up to the banks. So remember, the banks are struggling to come up with their own instant payment system. They've been talking about it for a long time, Matt, this you pay thing they've been talking about. Um, we, we just still haven't, it has regulatory approval, but it still hasn't been seen. So, you know, I, I think Revolut now is really putting it up to the banks and uh, no wonder a lot of people are choosing it. You know, the, 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 there isn't much left now that they, that they need to offer. I suppose mortgages is the big one, but that's a very complicated one and may, might take them a while. But, you know, with a credit card, a, a payment app that's very quick and easy to use, um, uh, loans, it, 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 you know, and they argue that their loans are pretty good, they're a pretty good rate under 20 grand as well. So, you know, it's become a, 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 an attractive proposition. If I was running AIB, Bank of Ireland or Permanent TSB, I would be really worried about Revolut. Charlie Weston, personal finance editor of the Irish Independent. Thank you. The last word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today FM.